Welcome to another program of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citycareradio.org. So today I want to speak about something that might um, make you think, trigger, offend, whatever you want to choose to do with it. But I want to share with you uh, my point of view, the way I understand it. And the topic that I choose is anti-Semitism. Recently, <clears throat> recently, I have been exposed to all kind of uh, approaches, if you want, uh, ideas that basically, you know, they're very old. Uh, it's about uh, 2,000 years that the system is working, which is uh, blame the Jews, save the world kind of thing. And obviously big part of it com comes from uh, rooted Jewish hatred or Ju uh, hatred against Jews from Europe that later on through the history influenced the Ottoman Empire and the Arab world. And it seems like it's rising again here in America. So what what do you think about that? Let's let's see what we, what we have here. Let me give you an example. There was an article in in the Hamas terrorist group propaganda newsletter, and we had a holiday last week called Purim. All the story of Esther, the book of Esther. We had a big celebration, and we are heading towards Pesach, Passover. Those of you who are you know, familiar with the Bible know that we celebrate the exiting from Egypt, Exodus, right? So, this newsletter, whatever, the, written by somebody who's called himself a doctor, warned the poor Arabs known, or for some reason called as Palestinians, which basically have zero, and I mean zero, relationship to the Philistines, so don't fall into that trap. They are not Philistines. They are Arabs. And he warned them that before Purim, um, they should watch their kids because the Jews are taking, uh, are capturing small children and they're killing them in a barrel full of uh, syringes or, you know, uh, swords or knife or whatever. And they're using the blood to make some kind of... Uh, of uh, dough with blood for the celebration. If that sounds familiar to you, uh, this is not a new thing. This is, I believe, a few hundred years of uh, history, especially in Europe, where everybody who wants to uh, get revenge from his neighbor and kill his son and throw the body at the Jewish uh, neighborhood and blame the Jews and then pogroms and massacres, etc. So we've been through that. But this is something new, A, because it's not talking about Passover, which was the classic uh, European Catholic approach of blaming the Jews for whatever and, and find a reason to, to massacre us. Um, now is Purim. And this is, this is a dilemma now, because I thought that we hated the, the Arabs, and if we would not use their blood for our ceremonial thing, then it's because we are racist. Their blood is not good enough for us, so 
You have to choose. Which reminds me, back in the back in the days, in Europe they had the witch test, which means if you saw a weird lady that doesn't have a husband and she's uh, I don't know she's like all all by herself and whatever she's probably a witch. And the advanced culture of Europe back then um, had a test. We're gonna put her in a barrel and we're gonna throw her to the river. If she's gonna die, she's not a witch. If she's gonna survive, she's a witch and we're gonna execute her. So it's a lose-lose situation. Same here. Obviously, the Torah is telling us do not um, drink blood. Don't even, you know, if you see how Jews, those who follow the, the rules, right, right? Those who follow the halachic, the Jewish law, um, when we slaughter an animal, we drain all the blood, so we will not eat it. Okay? We put salt to suck out all the blood. We wash the, the meat. Obviously, I can tell you from what I hear from other people, that meat is not as tasty as, as the, the regular meat that other non-Jewish people eat. We took, if you want, the, 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 not the spirit, the, the essence of the animal's soul, the blood, and we, we just take it away through salt, through washing, etc. It's a whole process. So to come and, and, and bring this crazy idea that we use blood is, you know, it's an absurd, but it's catching up, especially with primitive cultures, same as even more primitive than the one they had in Europe in the, during the time of the witch test that I just mentioned. So you can't really win with this kind of arguments. Because people do not are not looking for a solution. Their solution is, well, let's kill all of them. And, uh, you know, the world will be better. Let me tell you something. It won't. Not because we're so successful or... Not all Jews are successful. Not all Jews are controlling the media and Wall Street. And we have poor people too. Because here's the deal. Every, every uh, society have people who succeed and people who are not. This has nothing to do with their color of skin, with their religion, with, uh, I don't know, their social status. Obviously, in a corrupt countries there is. But we're talking about, you know, uh, Western civilization. A civilization that was that is a little bit more advanced than other primitive cultures. But it's easy. If you are a loser, and it's always worked during the history, always. If you are lazy, loser, alcoholic, uh, whatever, you know, put any minus next to it, you need, God forbid, you will take responsibility. You should stop drugs. You should go to rehab. You should quit alcohol. You should find a job. No, it's the Jews. It's there to blame. So why is this? What did the Jews did that we got this all this honor of being slaughtered for so many, many years and persecuted? Europe, um, you know, Middle East. Europe was the worst, basically. And now it's starting to rise in America as well. 
And I'm not afraid of white supremacists, neo-Nazis, all this, those tiny weirdos groups that are out there. But there is, we have to look into it. Why? What's, what's, the, what's the, the core of it? So obviously there are many, many explanations. And I gave it a thought, and I read a few ideas of other people, and still, nobody can you know, put the finger exactly. But the Talmud saying this. And I'm going to tell you something even more weird, that very unique evil person actually agreed with the Talmud, saying that the minute that the Israelites, the ancestors of the Jewish people, right? remember, Jews is, are called Jews because they're coming from Judea, from the tribe of Judah that was joined with Benjamin, tribe of Benjamin, and obviously the priests and the Levites. Those who are left after the ten tribes were, were exiled by the Assyrian uh, Empire. Again, referring to the Bible, go read it over there. So the Israelites, they did something that shook the world. What did they do? They accept, actually they were the only one who was willing to accept the divine law, the Torah, on Mount Sinai. And what happened is that when you have this divine laws, rules, etc., there is no more anarchy. There is no more... Uh, you know, you can do whatever you want, kind of thing. There is order. There is God revealed him his what he wants us to do in this book. And again, I'm referring to Jews, and on certain things, the the non-Jewish uh, population of the world. So, the minute that we were able to get that, what happened? We we got conscious into our morals, values. It's no longer, I'm stronger than you, I'm going to do whatever I want with you. Until someone that is stronger than me will come and do whatever he wants with me. People don't like it. People don't like that the fact that there is a higher spiritual guidance because it's always the usual thing. It's ego, control, money, etc. All those things that drive the humanity nuts. So when you have people who are practicing or supposed to practice any kind of spiritual uh, ideology and make the world a better place, that's not a good thing. And the, the funny thing is that the, the person that uh, emphasized that was no, no other than Adolf Hitler. That's why he said in his book, Mein Kampf, he hated the Jews, because they bring morality. And he didn't like that. I want you to think about it. Let's take a, a quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. back to another segment of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. 
So what's the root of all this hatred against Jews, of blaming the Jews for whatever? So let's look at the history. Some would point out that the problem started, or that this hatred started, from a religious uh, religion point of view, when Constantine, the emperor, accepted Christianity as the official uh, religion of the Roman Empire. But we were persecuted before. But here's the thing. If you look at the Bible, Pharaoh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Sanhariv, the Assyrian uh, emperor, all those, and it's written, you know, specifically. If you accept the Bible as an authority, as the word of God, as it was written by the prophets, they were tool, a tool, to to smack the Jews, you know, to, to put them in line. You need to do, you have a mission. You cannot just desert the battle and don't do your job. You're here for a reason. And again, when I said that, I don't, I don't mean we are better than any other nation. It's just that the mission is different. There is a place for any nation uh, on earth, hopefully following the word of, of God, the Almighty. So when Nebuchadnezzar, you know, burned or exiled Jews from Jerusalem and burned the temple, it was, from what I understand, it wasn't because he hated Jews. He was a pagan. He cannot care less. Okay? But it was all politics. That's how it used to be. If you lose a war, if you go against the, the, the emperor of whatever country, whatever empire, you're going to bear the consequences. But it was not like, oh, well, he's Jew, a Jew, let's blame him for whatever. Okay? For example, let me share with you a story that maybe you heard, maybe you did not hear that. There used to be um, a Jewish, not settlement, but like a, a community in ancient China. Many Jews who came from uh, from uh, Persia, and the Chinese are what they're like either Confucianist, Buddhist, and or uh, or uh, Taoist, or all together, they cannot care less about what these weird people, who have d weird customs, who kill an animal in a certain way, who took, who are taking certain parts and don't eat them, because in China, as you know, they eat everything. Um, and I've been I've been there. I saw that. Okay, so they call it the, the, the group of those who, who take certain parts of the, of the animal. But there was no hatred, I believe, because there was no Christianity in, in China. But during the wars, the internal wars in China, they were wiped out. They were exiled. And again, not because they were Jews, because they lived on the side that lost the battle. Okay, it's not it's not a, a personal thing. It's more a, a national thing, if you want, or uh, or a bad luck, if you want. So I'm talking about uh, they still have some descendants of them in 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 China that they believe they're Jews. Obviously, they were assimilated a long time ago, but they're trying to come back or or keep certain certain uh, customs that seems Jewish. Okay, so. Again, it was not on an on ideological level. It was, this is war. In war, somebody loses, somebody wins. But since Christianity came to the world, 
about, let's say, uh, 2018 years ago, something like that. Uh, what we have? We have unrational hatred. First of all, I know that people say, well, you killed our Messiah, etc., etc., etc. All the, the, the usual Catholic and Eastern uh, Church propaganda lines. First of all, let's say it's true. Jesus was a Jew. Okay? He was not Christian. He was a Jew. And if you read the Bible, we, the Jewish people, killed other Jews. For whatever reason. The king didn't like what they have to say. Uh, Jeremiah was set into the pit. Okay? Uh, Zachariah, the son of Jehoiada, was murdered in the temple. Look at Kings, uh, the second book of Kings. So, we have here, you know, it's, it's politics. Okay? And Jesus, Yeshua, was pretty much and I'm not mean to offend anybody, but he was he, he, he was a student of a very famous rabbi. He had his own ideas. Um, we don't really know a lot of what he said because everything that he said was written by certain people 70 years maybe after and through the history. So there is a lot of you know uh, historical debate about it, what he what he did. But he was a Jew, and when a Jew declared himself as the king and messiah of the Jewish people, and the Roman are ruling, I don't think they're going to like it. Okay? So Pontius Pilatus didn't like the idea of a rebellion of a new king for the Jews, for whatever uh, reason, and he pretty much solved the problem very, very quickly. The classic way uh, during the Roman uh, Empire agenda. Killing. Problem solved. Right? And they did it not to just... not. To, Jesus was not the only one who was crucified. This was the favorite way to deliver a message by the, Christian, by the Roman Empire. When they had the big slave rebellion, they say, forgot the name of the historian uh, that wrote that, all the way from Greece to Italy, every certain uh, distance, they had a pillar with a slave crucified to it. Message delivered. When the Jews' rebellion rebelled against the Roman Empire, and happened twice, they wiped us out. And the second time, they burned the temple as well. So this is what we're dealing here. But think about the, 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 like I said, nobody wants to take responsibility. So if Constantine accepts Christianity, now what? You cannot blame Rome or the emperor for all those all those saints that the Christian have in the beginning, right, where they were uh, persecuted by the pagan Roman Empire, you cannot say, well, that the Roman Empire did that. that. I don't think Constantine or anyone else would be happy with this kind of uh, anti-government uh, message. So we need to blame somebody. Who are we going to blame? Who is the easiest to blame? It's always easiest to blame the guy who cannot punch back. It's called bullying. Okay? So, let's do that. Because all the other nations that went against the Roman Empire, dissolved, assimilated, um, we don't have Philistines. We don't have Assyrians. We have, you know, some maybe leftovers. 
but they're not a nation. They're not uh, a group of people that stick to the roots. And as we all know, the Jewish people are super stubborn. It's in the Bible. I'm not making this up. It's in the Bible. Right? You are a hard-neck nation. But this is, this is the beauty of it. If you, last, last week we read, we read that after the golden calf, which I'm going to elaborate more on that. And uh, the Almighty says, Moshe, Moses, leave me alone. I'm going to wipe them all out, right? I'm going to start a new nation. I had enough of these people. Okay? And Moses says, no, no, don't do this, please. They are very hard-necked people. They're very stubborn. Wow, that's a nice argument to save them. But here is the, here is the beauty of it. And I want you to think about it. There is no negative trait. Being a stubborn can be bad, but it can also be good. So when you look at the history of the Jewish people for 2,000 years, persecution, uh, slaughter, massacres, pogroms, exile from Spain, from France, from England, we're still, well, most of us, we're still keeping that our tradition, our religion, our mission, that's called being stubborn in a good way. Many Jews did not. Many Jews uh, left either to Christianity or to later on when Christianity went down uh, in Europe to, uh, to the secular slash atheist uh, agenda. They left. Not everybody can take the heat. And it's not easy. And you had, we had Jews that were willing to die for their belief. So this is part of the reason that we are still here. We did not assimilate. Obviously, some of us did. And you can see them in the media, in the newspaper, in Wall Street, and all those places. Usually they are, they replaced Judaism with, I don't know, with progressive, with liberalism, with being all that, you know, because there is no void. You have to believe in something. Okay? So, they might call themselves you know, ethno-Jews, which means they eat, I don't know, bagel and cream cheese or whatever. This is not Jews who practice, who devoting their life to fulfill the mission that the Almighty gave to us. Think about that. Look, try to look at it this way. And again, we are not better than anyone else. We just have a different mission. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. So when we are coming to talk about the Jewish hatred, the, the anti-Semitism, we are talking about something that is basically irrational. The poor Jew in, in Warsaw, in Poland, living in, in a hut, is not stealing the money or the wealth from the poor Polish. They are both struggling. 
Oh, it's the rich guy. Well, you have rich guys that are rich guys that are Christian. Why you don't go and blame them? Again, they can fight back. When you cannot fight back, that's a different story. It's much easier. And like I think I mentioned that. Look at the story of Pharaoh. What happened in Egypt before the before the book of Exodus? We had Pharaoh. We get ready for the seven years of, of uh, fail, wealth and then the famine. And Yosef, Joseph, uh, saved the country by you know collecting all the food. And if the, the in the end in the end of the the book of Genesis, after bringing their money, their uh, land, the Egyptian gave their, their themselves as slaves to the house of Pharaoh to Egypt. They were slaves of the government. Maybe it sounds familiar. Okay? Slave of the government. And the Jews were not slaves for the government. They refused to be slaves because we are only we are only serving the Almighty. You don't believe in a government that will tell us what to do or or uh, you know force us to do certain things. And there was a danger of rebellion from the Egyptian against the house of Pharaoh. So what did Pharaoh did? Well, we have an enemy within, and he shifted the fire or the light towards the Israelites. It's all because of them. They are not slaves, and you are. So let's put them into uh, hard work. Let's them, let them build something, I don't know, pyramids or whatever. Right? We don't really use it, but it's going to keep them busy. And if people are busy, they cannot think about freedom. And Judaism, originally, it's all about freedom. Not from God. Because you cannot be free from God. But you have to choose. Are you going to be a servant of the Almighty or a slave to whatever going on on earth? It can be whatever. It can be money, technology, Google, Facebook. Right? The new mode of slavery. Communism, etc., etc. I mean, you can fill the blank for whatever. It's either that or that. That's the choice that we have to make. And Pharaoh didn't want people to think about freedom. When Moses came and says, you know, let them go three days, says, I see that you guys have too much free time. I'm going to add more. And from now on, you're going to get the straw for the, for the bricks and, and you're going to be more busy. Because you have time to think. And if you look at the history, through the history, Jews are great thinkers. Okay? Not because we're you know, super talented. Because it's, it's, in, it's in our DNA. Obviously, there are other thinkers that are not Jewish. And we accept that. And if they have anything smart to say, we will look into it and accept or argue. And we love to argue. But this is the point point is to have an open discussion. And there are smart people, regardless if they're Jew- Jewish or not. Every, every time when I speak and I say, I, I quote something from Confucius, for you, which is one of my favorites. I'm not a Confucianist Chinese, but when I see something smart, something that sounds, you know, reasonable, logical, uh, I, 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 I take it, you know, with both, both hands. It doesn't matter who says what. Well, he's not from us. Who cares? 
whatever he says, is it smart or it's not? Is it logical or it's not? Is it against God? Or it's not really, uh, it's not in this frame at all. It's just between, between the people, how to have a, a society, how to, you know, respect your mother and father. This is not, nothing with religion. It's being in, in, in European dialects of the Jews, the Yiddish, it's called a mensch, meaning a good person. That's what we want. We want everybody to be a mensch, to be a good person. Have dignity, decency, ethics, morals. You don't blame others for your failures. Unless they really failed you. But you know, you have to be, you have to be reasonable about it. You don't shift the fire towards the weak. Because they cannot, they don't have land. And, and look at the history. All over Europe, till the last century, they said to the, to the Jews, in, in, in Poland, in Ukraine, which is one big Jewish bloodbath. Okay? Before the Holocaust, even. Even though I'm taking out the Holocaust out of the picture. Before that, they used to say to the Jews, you are not from here. Go to Palestine. That's where you belong. The Christian used to say that. Here you are sucking the blood of our, whatever, nation, economy, whatever. Go to Palestine. So after the Holocaust, we went to Palestine. Now what? Go back to Europe. You don't belong here. Seriously? It doesn't matter what you, what a Jew does. We all find a reason. Like I said, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. If you don't, if you don't use the blood, you're racist. If you use, if you use their blood, you are a murderer. Why don't you make a decision? What do you want? No, you want to hate. You want to, to destroy a nation that you don't like because it putting it it is putting your religion you know in uh with a question mark either christianity or uh islam the first thing that muhammad did was what killing the three tribes in the arab peninsula they were neighbors but they refused to accept him as a prophet and they ha- they uh end up uh beheaded and obviously, the usual tradition, the women and the children took into sex slavery and, and all that stuff. That still running, right? This is the role model of the Islamic world. But, you, but as long as there is something else that you would say the original, you can say it was, we were there first, we were the first monotheistic, whatever. Other religions that are based on that or uh, driven from that will be, I don't say intimidated, but they know something is wrong. And if you look at uh, Catholicism, for example, if you read the Bible, you know that the Almighty says, I know you're going to screw up and I'm going to send you all over the world until you, you will be ready. So the Catholicism agenda was that God abandoned the Jewish people, and he replaced them with the new Israel. Okay? But we, we knew it's going to happen. He told us. In the Torah, Moses said, in the, the, the other books of the prophets, says, you're going to mess it up. You're going to follow idol worship, and I will have to kick you out of the land. And one day, and he said it specifically, one day, when you're ready, I will get you back. You need to go to, you know, a timeout. Do some thinking. Okay? Yeah, you're going to be persecuted. It's not nice. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. 
But we knew. We choose not to listen. Or when we listen, it was already too late. So when when the Catholic Catholicism is saying, well, he God abandoned you and he replaced you with the new uh, Israel, as they called, and, uh, and from now on, Christianity is the new thing, and all the laws in the what they call the Old Testament are no longer valid. First of all, I always say, I don't like God who changes mind, which means he's limited because he couldn't see the future. But the Almighty was obviously saw the future and told us, I know you're gonna mess it up. I know it. You're going to do idol worshipping, you're going to do all that type of stuff. And you know what? There's cause and effect. You do this, this is what you get. When you redeem, redeem yourself, when you uh, repent, I get you back. That part of the Catholicism missed in the Bible. So what happened with the establishment of the state of Israel? That was a big blow to the whole Catholic agenda. That's why uh, Pope, uh, what was his name, John Paul II, he realized that. He changed a few things in the, Catholic, in the Catholic agenda to explain that. and says, okay, there are our older brother, the Israelites, the Jews, and we also have our mission, etc., etc. But when you hate somebody for so many, lo- for so many years, one Pope doesn't really make a, make a change. When you always look outside to blame somebody and you don't take responsibility it's very hard to to root out beliefs like that why you are poor because of the jews why is your government screwing you over because of the jews i'm not saying the jews are perfect we are not okay admit i admit it but nobody is but it's easier who are you going to blame you're going to blame the emperor you're going to blame the sultan? You're going to blame your government? You're going to end up in a, in a cell, rotten for many, many years, who knows where, for how long. So, let's aim for the weak link. Those who doesn't have leadership, who doesn't have a country, who have this old, weird religion, and we're gonna, they're going to be our enemy. So when I see that in America, with all those neo-Nazis that are rising, I mean, I'm not afraid of them, don't get me wrong. I'm more worried about uh, the social justice warrior and the leftist and the liberal, as they call themselves. There's nothing liberal there. It's, it's not liberal at all. And they say, well, the Jews came here and they took over America. Excuse me, you took over America too. Your ancestors took over America. You're going to blame your ancestors for coming here? No, you're going to blame the Jews. It's easier. It's already set to be their way through the line, the line of history. Always blame the Jews, save the world. So let's take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. Welcome back to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Kony, here on ctkradio.org. So, we're talking about anti-Semitism. 
And I finished the last segment talking about the neo-Nazis, um, white supremacists, super alt-right or whatever. And I said, I'm not worried about them. Few reasons. And that's also related to uh, what's going on in the news in our this time. I think that the founding fathers of America, of the United States of America, obviously were, I think, very Christian from what I know. Some of them. But they look at the history and they say, okay, we need to, to establish something that will not fall like the Roman Empire. So we need to do something called learning from your mistakes. People don't like to do it. And they dealt with totalitarian uh, regime, which is basically the, the, the monarchy, uh, the English monarchy. And what I like about what they did is two things mainly. One is the, the opportunity to speak to you here called the First Amendment. And the other thing that I liked, what, what they did in the Constitution, is the Second Amendment. Because in order to have the first one, you need to have the second one to protect it. And think about it. Jews never had a chance in Europe. There were so many limitations. You cannot do this. You can, look at what the church did back in, back in the days. They, the church in Europe didn't want Christians to, to um, have their hands dirty with uh, money, which is you know, big sin to have money, or, uh, or taking interest. So they gave the whole banking system, the loans, the, the, to be a shark loan, to, be, uh, to lend money with interest and all this, to the creatures they didn't really like, the Jews, because it's a filthy job that is suitable for a, fil a filthy nation, that God abandoned them. That's the, the line of thinking. And when you don't give a Jew a choice, he's probably going to excel in whatever you, he can do. Because we always look to be to improve, to be better. Improve the world, make it a better place. But if you're going to limit us, you're going to only deal with our uh, dirty money, right? The economy. Oh, yeah, we're going to excel in that too. Oh, now the Jews are taking over. I told you, it's a lose-lose situation. Okay? They are lending us in high interest. Excuse me. This is how the system works. If you're so successful, you do it. I want to be, uh, I want to be a doctor. But hey, Jews cannot go to university in Europe back in the days. They cannot never be a part of the faculty. They can no, never get a, a PhD or a doctorate because they were Jews. Some Jews convert out of uh, convenience. Okay, I'm Christian now. I went, I did the whole Baptist thing. Now I'm Christian. I want to get into the university and, and great minds. Uh, I mean, if you look, especially in Germany, that was the, the, the center of secularism and, and, and knowledge on, on academical level, university level. So we had to do it. Some of us stayed just, I said, you know, I don't need your title. I will find another job, but I will gonna, I'm going to keep my Judaism practice if you want. Some were weak, and we lost them. Some regretted in the end of the days as they came back. My point is that here in America, at least the Jews, those who are practicing Judah, not ethno-Jews, 
who keep nothing, who are going and getting assimilated with other nations, who are doesn't keep any laws from the 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 Jewish law based on the Bible. They're not they're not representing Judaism. They present maybe you know I don't know themselves claiming to be Jews. And we love them too. We hope they one day they will come back. But here, why? Because the Constitution is not discriminating based on religion or any other discrimination. So a Jew can have an AR-15, the horrible rifle that everybody is talking about. If that were, if rifle were were so dangerous, those who sell them and having so much time with them would probably be dead long time ago. It's not the rifle. It's the, it's the men behind it. And men, and not to discriminate, women as well, can do horrible things to each other. So at least here we have a, a, you know, a fair chance to fight. We're not relying, some of us are mistakenly doing, relying on the government, come and save us. Call 911 while the shooter is in, in your floor. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. In Germany, the first thing that Hitler did was what? confiscating the guns. So when they scream, Juden raus, which means Jews out, so we can pick you up and put you on the train. We have nothing to do. Well, what can we do? Run? We could do that. Some of us did. And they went to the forests and become, you know, partisans and, and uh, freedom fighters and joined the Soviets, which are not, you know, uh, great people either, but when you have to combat evil, you go with whomever. But they didn't, there was, there's nothing we can do. We start praying. And it's good to pray. But again, we need to take responsibility. The Almighty is not making miracles just because, just because. It doesn't work that way. So here we have, you know, Second Amendment. Again, I'm a big supporter of that. But, Talking about the gun control and all that. I don't know what, guys, what, what is your opinion about it? But let me tell you what I think. If you are bad person, men, women, unidentified, whatever, all this nonsense, and you are cruel to animals, you have this cruelty within you. We cannot let you have any, any weapon. If you are having issues with your parents, uh, domestic violence, you're beating your wife, you're, you have anger issues, no, open, no weapon for you. Obviously, you don't have the tool, the tools, the, the mind to, to do anything good with it. So you're dangerous to society. No gun for you. If you are a good person, as far as I care, you know, you're going to church, you don't blame the Jews for all the negative uh, things in the world. And you said, okay, how can I do it? How can I make it better? How can I help my neighbor? Even though he is not look like me or, or have the same belief system. Have a tank, as far as I care. I am not worried about you. It's something we need to understand. Like I said, there is no bad trait. There is no bad rifle we need to ban this or that no we need to educate people we need to have a good society a supportive society of each other like i always says many nations under god 
and we can we can we can and we should respect each other i'm not christian i don't believe in christianity i don't support christianity but if you're a good christian good for you i don't see myself in a war with you maybe one day you know you will go the extra step and understand certain things the way the jews are you don't have to be a jew to do that just be a good person if you're a muslim follow allah but you don't have to blow up stuff and to go and force everybody to join your religion that type of behavior is what will make us all and again i'm not going calling to uh, you know everybody should be the same no we should respect each other as humans god created here's a scoop he created christians and muslims and buddhists and hinduists and pagans you want to combat that teach educate support that type of stuff not well let's blow up something let's go and and wipe that town from the face of the earth happened big mistake so i think that's the message there is no good trade there is no you know in this case good gun i want to i want to ban this i want it doesn't matter if you don't have a gun get a knife if you don't have a knife get a truck let's ban let's ban all the trucks in america because some lunatic killed somebody few people in, in new york by ramming them okay oh no we cannot do that why not so offensive so stop being offensive stop being you know this they call them call them you know snowflakes now yeah so you get offended from anything anywhere and people are getting you know crazier and crazier with this if you don't if you say excuse me ma'am oh you assume i'm a ma'am i i find that offensive look what's happening in canada and in europe they're losing their mind they're actually losing their losing their mind this is not education this is stupidity conformity where you've been told what to think there is no longer independent thinking and if you disagree you're a xenophobe racist homophobe whatever you know all those all those stuff which you are nothing you're, you're you're none of that just look i said always say the bible is the manual for humanity bad things happen in the bible learn from this good thing happen learn from this do your best do your best to serve the almighty the creator that put us here and make and he gave us the opportunity to make the world a better place just think about it and with that we're going to finish our program for today thank you so much for listening for any remarks you can send us an email to the to the jewish view for the digit four at gmail.com hope to hear from you argue whatever i like to argue um Listening to the GFV, I'm your host Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on CityCareRadio.org.
produced by CTK Media Services.